0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast on today's episode. Something that's becoming a yearly thing that we do here on the podcast. We take a look at the individual records for the Avalanche and heading into this season with this team, with these players. Is there any of them that could be broken by the end of the season? We'll break it all down. New episode of Locked On Avalanche coming at you.
1: Your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
0: All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in and making it your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with me as always, Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. Make sure to follow us on our social media outlets, L O P N underscore Avalanche on Twitter, X. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Avalanche. Questions, comments, concerns, and opinions, go to LockedOnAvalanche at gmail.com. And follow us on YouTube. Hit subscribe. Get notified when a new show goes live. All right, man. Oh, and make sure to subscribe to our subtext as well. Link to that is in the show notes below. When you do, chat with Kyle and I one-on-one. A lot to get to today, sir. Uh, Yeah, we just have three bullet points over there, but there's a lot of context within uh, those three bullet points. We are going to uh, get to, it says, feeding the Twitter trolls. That kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with the second bullet point there, which is uh, our our demon poll. We, we did one over at Locked On, uh, and then there's one that the NHL did. And it's kind of funny. We don't do this a lot, but, hey, it's the off season. Why not poke fun? Uh, we'll do that in a little bit, but we're going to jump right in to our main topic today. And that is, like I said on the top is, Avalanche Wreckers, even Nordique Wreckers. This goes back to, to as, a, as an entire franchise. Uh, we did this last year, kind of picking out the big ones. And is there a possibility of any of these getting broken? So, do you, I mean, uh, give me your overall uh, thought of this team because we, we know that they have a good team. Uh, and when you have like your your mainstays, like those are the guys that you're going to focus on. Like, yeah, these guys can break these records, have potential to, or do you feel like, yeah, this is going to be a year not really for the record books, still an overall good team? See, and
1: and it's one of those that when you encompass the whole history of the Colorado Avalanche, this is 44 years of history we're looking at here. Mm. This is Nordiques and Colorado Avalanche history. And if you like to think, is it even possible for this team to touch those records? Like everybody likes to think of your Sackett Forsberg was and think, Oh, those records are untouchable. And then like the old school, you, when you incorporate the Nordiques, you're always like the stasdies Goulet, there's no way, but mm-hmm. n- not so hey, fast. That rhymed. <laughs> hey, yeah, I, I need to get into rapping, yeah, but yeah. um, no, it, w- when you look at the top tens in individual season productions, Mm-hmm. There's some very recent records.
0: Yeah. Well, or very close to wrestling. Very, very close
1: right. that you're hitting the top 10 of the untouchables. Right. So we've we've talked at length, all the everydayers know what this team is going to kind of look like going into next year <clears throat> with Raijo, Miles Wood, Ross Colton. Could this propel like your Miko's, your Nathan McKinnon's, your kale McCars right. to t- touching the number one spot.
0: Well, let's talk about it. Um, let's start with, you know, the, the, the big ones, goals, assists, and points. We'll start with goals. And, uh, Michelle Goulet does hold that record. He holds the top three. Actually, uh, the record is 57. He's got 56 at number two. He's got 55 at number three, which was tied last year by Miko Rantanen, uh, with 55. So, you know, and nobody sent you know, before Miko last year, uh Hayduk was the closest in 22 or 02, 03 with fit. So like this isn't something that really gets you, you don't have a guy challenging it all that much, but because Miko did last year, could it happen it? Could it be him again? Could it be obviously Nathan McKinnon? Those are the kind of the two guys that you look at. Um, and 57 is the number and miko did it 55 healthy and 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 he, the year he had a phenomenal year he still didn't touch it but like you said you get some some new guys in there that maybe that they benefit from those guys is this one that can be can be caught when you see miko sitting at third just two goals away
1: from that number one spot you have to it, you'd be a fool to say miko can't flirt with that again but then Nathan McKinnon's also on this team. And when he sees that, he says, oh, I could do that too. And then you, you kind of want to – You, It's like you a Sammy this, Sosa,
0: Mark McGuire Mark McGuire thing. kind of thing. <laughs>
1: like you, you think they're going to compete going into next year, like in training camp in the locker room and kind of getting ready for the season. You know Miko and Nate are talking back and forth and chirping. And Miko throws out, hey, I almost had that number one spot. And Nathan's yeah. thinking about it. He's like, okay, let me see – If I can up the game, because I remember at the beginning of last year, there was a lot of Nathan McKinnon assists and we talked about. Is this new Nathan McKinnon just an assist guy? Is this where we're getting his points now? So I'm I'm very curious. I do think this might be another Miko flirting with that
0: 57. Well, Miko, like you said, getting that fully healthy, while the rest of the team was not, it, it just makes the 55 even all that more impressive. So if, you know, they can get a good run going on, on the power play, if they can stay healthy, those two guys just feed off each other. And yeah, if Nathan McKinnon was, was fully healthy, no, he missed a ton of games, but he missed enough games where if he was healthy all season, uh, that's probably broken by Miko mm-hmm. Rantanen, because that, that, you know, we're talking about the new guys that they brought in, forget about them. Just if you got Nathan McKinnon on the ice, especially for all those power plays that he wasn't a part of with the games he missed, uh, that, that very well could get broken again, but you're right. I think that they will play because Nathan McKinnon is not anywhere on here in the top 10. Nope. I think he wants to change that. Yes, he does. I think he wants to change that. So mm-hmm. you could see a, a fun uh, game of cat and mouse between them uh, this year. Be fun to watch. <clears throat> uh, as far as Cisco, uh, Peter Stasny is the record holder there with 93. Forsberg at second with 86. And then it's Stasny, Stasny. It's basically the Stasny Forsberg show here, um, with the the most current member is Nathan McKinnon, who last year had sixty nine. So nice. I think this one is relatively safe. I I don't I don't see anybody, uh, even though you know the assist machine that Nathan McKinnon can be, that's a very high number uh, for him to him to reach.
1: Well, if we're talking about Nathan McKinnon and Miko Rantanen chasing that goal record would you not see kale mccarr
0: start Um, with that number as well when it comes to the assists not for a defenseman i mean he could get up there but that that is a sky high number for a defenseman sky high uh it's so high for you know forward that that, that's a lot of assists so i don't i you know Rarely as a defenseman, you're, you're leading assist getter on the team. Um, he'll have a bunch, Kale McCarr. But, you know, Nathan McKinnon is typically your leader year in and year out in, in assists. Uh, and I think he will be again. And maybe he gets a little bit more than 69. He, he maybe I could see him being in the 70s, but that's, I, really, I can't see him going more than than 80.
1: Yeah, I, it's it's hard to see anybody touching 93 assists yeah. on this team because there's so much talent. It's it's not like a one line yeah. show anymore in
0: Colorado, so right. that'd be tough. Well, I mean, and, and this kind of you know these two combined obviously lead to the points, which is held by Stasny at 139. He also holds holds the second most at 124 um any current player on this top 10 nathan mckinnon last year is 111 um is tied for 10th and i think a lot of people are thinking like mckinnon a healthy mckinnon should be uh i want to say uh, could be 120s yes i think that's like his his ceiling really right i mean sure he could go on on this incredible run but um I can't see him getting in the one thirties, and you know to beat this he's got to get one forty because record's one thirty nine, so he's got to get one forty. Another one that I think is just as good as he is, and as much as he puts up numbers, I just think this one is just too far out for for anybody in Avalanche right now. Oh, you're I can't you got to you got to fix your mic. Um, I'm just going down the rest of the list here, Joe Sakic. His highest was 120, and we all love Joe Sackett, right? So <laughs> could he be – look at that. Say, say that for Nathan McKinnon. Hey, you get 121, you just beat Joe, Joe So, and that's a good enough record.
1: And I think that's where that will peak. 120 is about as good as you're going to get. Yeah, that's a tough one. Yeah, I don't That's... see one thirties, one forty. No, Man. not today's That's... NHL. Yeah, it's tough. Very
0: few people can do that. Um, let's see. Let's get about. Uh, well, we'll bring up plus minus because uh, Devontave seems to be a, a plus minus machine. And I know this is a stat that not a lot of people like, but it's tracked. So we'll talk about it. it is it is a record for every? There's at least one guy in on every team who holds this record, and it's Michelle Goulet at plus sixty two. Taves last year, no, two years ago, the, the Stanley Cup winning team was fifth, plus 52. Last year, he was plus 39. So he's got a knack of being on the ice when a goal is scored. Um, you know, the one from the, the 52, it was 10 away from the record, which that's tied for second. Two other guys, Peter Forsberg and Milan Hayduk, both had plus 52 in a year. Um, and Forsberg and Hayduk did it in the same year. You're both plus fifty two in the same year, crazy. So uh, another one that I is very going to be very tough to pass, um, and it's so tough to predict this one because you just, uh, yeah, t- Taves is good, but can you expect any? You know him, him to be t- to top fifty two, plus fifty two. It's tough to say that he could. As long as he puts skates
1: on the ice and a stick on the ice, if he's on line one, we just talked about Miko and kale and nate you're going to get 40 just by showing up to the rink (laughs) yeah so
0: yeah and he does a lot of that because taves is usually you know the the second power play guy mm -hmm. um even though they don't count plus minus i understand that but i'm just saying like for for goals on the like i said he has a night knack for plus minus or being on the ice when goals are scored um sometimes when 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 you are on that first power play unit and a goal score, that kind of carries over into the five on five just because you got like all the juices going and everything yep. um so I don't know it's just gonna be uh, just one of those that just seems a little bit insurmountable for anybody on the team including him so um that's four of them out of the way we got another four or five that we wanted to get to so we'll do that here in a second. but first we're gonna talk about a g one. And this is something that Kyle and I have been taking pretty much every day for months now. Uh, It's the Daily Foundational Nutritional Supplement that supports whole body health. The best thing about it is you can fit it into your daily routine whenever you want. If you, like I do, get up in the morning, make it part of your morning routine. If at lunch, if you're not a breakfast person, you can do it at lunch or even at the end of the day to end your day. You can uh, implement it any way you want, any way you see fit. You can uh, throw it into your daily routine if you're experiencing some gut and nutritional health problems. And it's a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. It replaces your multivitamin, probiotic, and more in one simple drinkable habit and is raising the standard for quality in the supplement category. It's a comprehensive solution. And if that's what you need, from your supplement routine then try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first purchase just go to drinkag one that's ag the number one dot com slash nhl network once again drink ag1.com slash nhl network check it out your gut will thank you later All right, uh, some other records within the Avalanche slash Nordiques uh, franchise that we are going to get to here. One is shorthanded goals. I like bringing this one up just because uh, whenever they're scored, they're fun. And why is that? Because they don't happen very often. And you can see that in the record for the Avalanche. Three guys, Joe Sackick, Goulet is there again, and Scott Young um, all have six. Uh Sackick did it again. He had five. Um, JT Confer is the most recent. At, well, there's a bunch of guys with three. So JT Confer's got three. Landiscog's got three. Um, who else? Matt Calvert. There? Where's he? Am I not seeing him? Oh, Matt yeah. Calvert. There he is. Matt Calvert. Yep. Um, yeah. Okay. So uh, really, man, yeah. and we always talk about Logan O'Connor. Maybe they just run out of room here because there's a ton of guys with three. I thought he had three last year or the year before. Maybe I'm wrong on that. But you bring that up because he is the guy that I would think could get up there. Six? That's asking a lot. I don't think he can get six. Should he have three? Yeah. Could he have an outside chance at four? Sure. Why not?
1: Especially if with as comfortable as he gets with the team, like you kind of think he would assume that as his role, mm-hmm. and that's something you expect out of LOC. And four is not out of the realm of possibility. No, because
0: I feel like he, he had a couple early on either last year or the year before. And then just I don't say it was a dry spell. It's just tough to get. So it's not you can't say like, oh, he's under, he hasn't had a he hasn't had a shorthanded goal in five games. What's wrong? <laughs> no, that's, that's not how it works. But uh, he's capable. He's capable of of getting on this list and maybe even getting into the number would be number five spot tied with Forsberg, Goulet, and Matt Sundin. So that'd be some pretty good company that he'd be with if he can get four.
1: Yeah, it's so. the equivalent of like hitting a grand slam.
0: Everything's going to line up just yeah. right. <laughs> uh, hat tricks. You have your record is Peter Stasny, and I cannot pronounce his last name Miroslav Freisier. Don't know. It's from 81. That's when I was born. That's the year I was born, 81, 82. So forgive me if I, I'm not familiar with his, his, how to pronounce his last name. They both had four. Uh, last year, Miko Rantanen had three. So with the firepower that this team has, could someone get four power play, or excuse me, power plays, uh, hat tricks in one year? It, you you have a number of guys that could get hat tricks, right? You know, your your, your mainstays could get them. Um, but could could the, the Miko Rantanens, Nathan McKinnon's who else really? I, I can't you can't see a defenseman in Kale McCarr, even though he scores in bunches getting four hat tricks in a game. That would be unthinkable. Um I don't know. What do you think? That's what I want out of this team this year. I want Nathan
1: McKinnon and Miko Rantanen just to compete against each other all year long. Mm. Where Miko has a hat trick one night. Then Nathan McKinnon falls it up the next night. And they compete with each other all year long. That would be possible for... If, Tough one. If Miko's going for the goals, he's got to rack them up in hat-tricks as well. You know what? I say, why not? I think he could get four games. That's 82 games
0: in a regular season. He could get four games with a hat-trick. Well, I mean, the, the thing here is, you know, <laughs> staying healthy. And um, if you can get rolling on the power play. That wasn't Miko's but, problem last year. He no, 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 no. I'm just I'm just saying overall, with, with, not just talking Miko specifically, yeah, just that's true. going after the record, um, which in a sense, you're talking about Miko and Nate. Let, let, let's get real here. Um, he's staying healthy and getting going on the power play. I don't want to say they're like free throws, but you just you have the added advantage. So if mm-hmm. you can just, you know, soak up some some goals on on a power play, um you have an outside shot at this. I I think you could at least get on on the three list again for both of these guys. So and Jonathan Duran will get one. <laughs> He'll get one. He'll be on there. Why not? All right. Mark it down. Mark it down right now. Um Let's switch over to the goalie side. And for wins, Semyon Varlamov in the 2013-2014 uh, season uh, had 41 right behind him. In his one year so far with the Avs, Georgiev had 40, which is tied for second with Patrick Wah. So this is one of those things where it's like, yeah, he was there last year. Uh, fully healthy team. I don't think he's gonna be near that because I don't just don't think he's gonna get the playing time now. It well, he'll get the playing time. Let me let me say, I don't think he's gonna be on the bench or anything like that. It's just gonna be he's gonna get spelled a lot more if they have a healthy backup. Um, but uh, or do they just ride if he's got a hot hand, you keep riding him? It's not out of the realm
1: of possibility to get 41 for Yorgiev, especially. I know, I know the Frankie, my love for Frankie and everything. But I mean, if it's more the same with Frantzos and you have to run Yorgiev out there, at least 80% of the starts is that 41 is not out of the realm of possibility as well. And I mean, he had 40 last year in a kind of an effortless season. Really? He got comfortable. Mm. He really,
0: he really didn't have to struggle. So I don't know. I wouldn't call it effortless just because the team was so decimated in front of them. It's true. Yeah. You know? But he, he never, he had those games where he had incredible saves,
1: but it wasn't one of those that the team was so decimated. You're just fully relying on your to win you the game. And yeah. So, yeah. so I, I, I think, and the team's improved around him. So
0: sure. You know That's why I think like, you know, the team has improved around him. Um, and if they, if they're, they're going to have their method on how many games in a row he's going to play before he gets spelled. And if it's like the avalanche want to do, he's just not going to have the opportunity to, to surpass that because he'll get spelled. He'll get, he'll get a break more, you know, than, than he would have gotten last year. And that's the only reason I think that, that it won't happen, but he was close last year. He was close. He'll forever There's be number There's still back
1: to backs on the schedule too.
0: So. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and the last one I want to get to is uh, total points in a game. And I remember bringing this up last year. Um, Peter Stasny and Anton Stasny both have eight points in a game, and they both did it in the same game. It was February 22nd, 1981, at Washington. They both scored eight points in a game. Can any can can one avalanche player? tie it you don't even hear eight points a lot from anybody you know don't, you're don't, you definitely going to hear nine um man and, and and i went down and um for let's see gabe Landeskog and nathan mckinnon were the next on this list uh like the that 32 and 33 the closest of the current players and obviously we know gabe Landeskog isn't playing but nathan mckinnon's high is five He's never had more than five in a game.
1: I think this, out of all of the records we've talked about, I think this one is the untouchable.
0: It's pretty safe.
1: <laughs> yeah, eight eight points in a game is just, it's it's video game numbers. Yeah, I, I don't think uh, twice in one game on February twenty second, Deuce is wild. So yeah, right. I, I just I don't see it happening. That was
0: that was five days before I was born, sir. Five days before I was born. Yeah, that's that's the hockey gods blessing yeah. you into this world. <laughs> I mean, you, you get a freak game where the opposing goalie is just horrible. Like I always think of that one game that they played against uh, Nashville, where they scored like oh, yeah. seven goals in the second period, right? Um, I still dream about that game. That's a great game. They just they just took off in the second. You get a game like that, and maybe you'll get six. Maybe you'll get because because you pull up at the end. You're you're so far ahead. You're 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 short shifting. You're not really out there anymore to score goal. Yeah. Well. You get that many points in a game. The other team's got to be matching you goal for goal for this to happen. So if you if you go on this run where you get up seven to one, ain't happening. If it's what was that game last year? It was between uh, uh, Seattle and Los Angeles, where it was like eight to eight in the second or something. Yeah. Like it was a crazy game. Like yeah. that. That's what needs to happen, because then you're out there, your normal shifts, and you're you know nobody can stop anything, and you just don't see that happening in in this this day and age of hockey. So I I think you're right. I think it's pretty safe. Yeah, <laughs>
1: pretty safe. and you're gonna be resting your guys too if you're up that much, especially. Yeah right the avalanche
0: you're not putting right them out there. No, no 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 you're you're quick shifts 20 30 second shifts and you're out and yep. and that's it so uh what do you think fire away in the comment section um any of these is going to get broken all of them safe who's got a shot at least uh you know possibility of they approach these numbers let's hear it in the uh comment section uh next thing we want to get to are these uh polls that we did over here at at locked on there's a handful of them we're gonna do two like every episode with the exception of the friday when we do the crossover or maybe we do it for that too that might be fun who knows we'll 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 get it we have through them all but we're gonna start uh with the best goalie and the best demon in the league. Um. Why don't we start with the goalies? We'll start with goalies. We'll start with goalies. So there's your top five. Um. That's the only thing that we made in the graphic was the top five. And you have uh, Vasilevsky at number one, Shostakin at number two, Hellebuck at number three. I think that's the top three. And you can interchange. Maybe you can't interchange Hellebuck any more than three. If you want to argue, Shostakin should be number one, and Vasilevsky number two. Okay. You see, Soros came in at number four. Okay, and uh, Sorokin came in at number five. So, you know, with the Avalanche and Georgiev, I think, Let I me, mean, I have the results for where he was. One, two, three, four, five, six. He was eight. So you had Allmark at six, Ottinger at seven, and then there's Georgiev at eight. Is that fair?
1: I would have easily... Put hella
0: bucket two. Yeah. Uh, I, I it's so tough for me to put him above Shisterkin or Vasiless. And
1: I would have swapped All and Sorokin.
0: I do believe in Soros. I, I believe in Soros, Soros, but I don't think he's a top five goalie right now. He's uh, a great goalie. He's but I, I would have removed incredible. him um altogether from the top five and put Allmark in at, at four on yeah. like got four and leave Sorokin right where he's at. Sorokin's. Yeah, I think boy. Olmark
1: was the big snub out of the yeah. big the five, but I would have put Hellebuck a little bit higher
0: up. Yeah. Um Carter Hart rounds out the uh he was twelfth on the no, he was fourteenth on this list. So isn't that your boy, Carter Hart? Not anymore. No, not anymore. <laughs> We don't talk. So yeah. So that's the top five for goalies with with Georgiev at eight. Uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, like I said, maybe he could switch with Ottinger. I thought Ottinger had a, a down year last year, um, but I maybe would, would put him up at, at seven. Um, but I think it'd be tougher for him, tough for him to, to get a little bit higher than that as things stand right now.
1: Yep. He has another good year.
0: Maybe he goes up a few more.
1: That's it exactly. He needs another year on, on the resume because everybody got fooled by the Darcy Kemper one year in mm-hmm. Colorado. And
0: sorry about that, Washington. <laughs> so, yeah. Although Kemper need... started the year last year very good, he, I think he had like the, he had five shutouts on the season. And I feel like all of those shutouts came before the new year. Uh, probably wrong on that. Maybe one or two of them came after, but he's he started the year great and then just kind of fell off. His equipment was still falling apart. <laughs> it's getting. Sticks in the eye again. Um, <laughs> switching over to the defensemen. No surprise there. Kale McCart at number one. Um, Eric Carlson at number two. Adam Fox at number three. Mira Hiskanen at number four. And Roman Yossi at number five. Um, I I mean, everybody's singing the praise of Kale McCart right now. I get it. And, and it's un- understood. And it's it's warranted. The guy's done everything. So uh, this was, and this was runaway. Like nobody was even close uh, to, to number one, uh, than Kale McCarr. Only one other guy got a first place vote. I'm not even going to bring it up because you'll laugh your butts off. Um, But it, it just goes to show you that, you know, even hosts from other team are understanding like the excellence of this guy.
1: Yep. It's, it's Kale McCarr all day long. Mm. I would have put Adam Fox at number two.
0: I would have easily. I, and, Adam Fox is a great defenseman, and he he deserves to be number two. I think the Carlson thing is more like recency bias. With, I would you know, have put with,
1: him at four and put hes- uh, Haskin in at third.
0: Yeah, I mean that's the thing with with Demon is there's the league is loaded with some really good defensemen. Um, to me, it's it's first of all it's amazing to see like Victor Hedman. He's still a very good defenseman, but. Three years ago, it was Victor Hedman and like nobody else. Yeah, he was it. He was the best defenseman in the league, hands down. And he's still a top ten defenseman easily. He came in at number six here. Um, but uh, to me, I, I I would have put Rasmus Dahlin up in, in here. That's true. That's very five. true. He I he's. Think... I I just think he might need another year for people to really understand how good he is. Um, but. Maybe it's just a little bit too early for people to throw him into the top five, but he's on his way there without a doubt.
1: And I think the thing with Carlson, it's it's the name everybody knows. It's kind of like a resurgence of Mm -hmm. sorts, but don't get confused with good offensive numbers and a good defenseman. They are not one and the
0: same. Yeah. Um, And Taves, I know a lot of people are wondering where he was, he was he was way down on this list. Uh, one, two, three, four. I'm going to keep counting here. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. He was fifteenth on this list. That is a travesty, if you ask me. Uh, that's exactly is, is a top ex- 10 defenseman in this league.
1: That's exactly where we want him to be, because that means he's doing his job. Nobody's paying attention to him, mm-hmm. but he is. We just talked about him he was being in top 10 of all time, like avalanche records with like his, I I think that was a plus minus twice.
0: Yeah, it was. Yep.
1: So if he's that under the radar, he's exact, he's doing, I I think it's just,
0: it's just cause he plays with Kale McCarr, who's like the human highlight reel and, and Taves just goes about his business Mm -hmm. and he's not like that. He's not a highlight reel guy. Um, But I, 15 is kind of laughable if you ask me. Where, where he is. Um, the NHL network did their own top defenseman. Um, and I, I got a kick out of it. So number one was, was Cal McCarr again, I think on almost any list that you bring up, kel McCarr is going to be number one. So they posted it to Twitter. Um, and the comment section was absolutely hysterical uh, for, for some comments. And I know this is troll feeding, but uh I, I, some of them I, I got to bring, I'm not going to say what their user tag, if you want to go to Twitter and, and look these <laughs> up, feel free to comment on uh, some of these ones. Uh, I didn't bother, but you have some guys, one guy just said McAvoy beta. Uh, and, you know, he, he's typing out in Boston accent on yeah, Twitter, which I'm impressed really by hiding by. your
1: page up there, bud.
0: Yeah. So he said McAvoy's beta. Um, and then you just get laughing emojis on response to that. One guy put up, he said, yet look at who Kale finished behind this year um, in the the Norris voting. And he put at Foxy clean, which I guess is that, is that his, his Twitter? Yeah, that's Adam Fox's Twitter. And it's Foxy clean for some reason. I don't know. I didn't know that. He's making an argument that Adam Fox is the best defenseman in the league. And his argument is look at the Norris voting. Well, by that logic, Adam Fox isn't the best defenseman in the league because Eric Carlson won the Norris. So your point is is just ridiculous. Uh, but you can't go off of that. You can't go off of who won the award last year because there's so many other factors into it. If that's your only metric, then Eric Carlson's the best defenseman in the league. But this guy couldn't even get that right, which it, I found hilarious.
1: I'm telling you, when it comes to Kale McCarr, you're looking at stats, but you just really need to just watch game tape on the guy.
0: Yeah. The oh, things right. he
1: does at defense and like his hockey IQ and how he could just stand up guys. Yeah. it's changing the
0: position. Um you have this one guy who says, Is he really though? Call me bias, but I'll take Quinn Hughes. And you tap on his profile, he's a fan of the Canucks. I'll call you bias, then it's pretty simple. Ooh. I mean, you know what? The, it's been Quinn a while Hughes since is, I heard is, that debate.
1: Come on. It,
0: it, right. Remember that in the rookie year? Oh. Like it was like, who's going to get the call there, Quinn or McCarr? And it wasn't even close. It was Cal McCarr. And since then, McCarr has just left Quinn Hughes in the dust. Quinn Hughes is a good defenseman. Is he a great defenseman? No. He, he's a very, very good defenseman. And he's probably top 15 in the league. I'll give you that. Um, but he's nowhere near the best defenseman in the league. Stop with this. Stop it. Um, this one guy said no he isn't Rasmus Dahlin is and Owen Power isn't far behind either who do you think he's a fan of <laughs> it's just, this is just, I love that like the and you know what man like a lot of people are saying like well you're you're saying Kale McCarr is but we're not saying Nathan McKinnon is is the best center in the league no we 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 acknowledge that he's probably two or three and because we know who number one is so we're not sitting here just Tooting the horn of all these avalanche players, especially Cam McCar. Cam McCar is the best defenseman in the league, full stop. And if you want to have a discussion about other guys that could be up there in a conversation, we can have that. But when you're saying Rasmus Dalin and Owen Power isn't far behind, you're watching one team and one team, and that's it. Yeah, it, your reaction to that was hilarious. By the way, when it, the Owen Power,
1: I will. I'm going to. I want that as a pillowcase, and I want to sleep on that pillow. I want to see that tweet every <laughs> night before I go to sleep. Owen power behind like, come on.
0: Yeah. Um, and there was one other one. There's maybe a couple other ones. Where's this one? Uh, where'd it go? I could tell you right now, you ask yeah.
1: any of the other 31 fan bases, what you would do for Kale McCarr. And I bet you, you would offer up a Rossman style lean and an Owen power.
0: <laughs> uh, one guy just said overrated. Sure. You're right. Um, I can't find... Oh, this one guy went off... Oh, he goes... Yeah, here it is. Let's be real. The dude doesn't even play defense. Uh, if you're talking about actual defensive capabilities, there's only one man at number one, and his name is Miro Hiskinen. And who do you think that guy's a fan of? Dun-dun. Dun. Exactly. Go dun dun stars. And Miro, Miro Hiskinen is... Br- very good. fantastic. He's fantastic. Very, very good. Um, but if you are minimizing the defensive abilities of Kale McCarr... Again, and that shocks me coming from a a Dallas fan because you watch him. He's in he's in your division. Uh, You're you're not watching him. You're only you're you're when even when you're playing the Avalanche, you're either watching highlights or when you're playing the Avalanche, you're not paying attention to them. You're just watching what your team is doing. Yep, Kale McCarr is a from top to bottom what you want in a defenseman. He his offensive abilities are off the charts, and his defense is incredible. Just go watch that play over and over and over again against uh, Connor McDavid when he timed that uh, – knocking that puck away perfectly. Nobody else in the league could do that. And if you did, you just got lucky. That wasn't luck on what Calum McCarr did. That was skill. That was skill. And and to, to say he doesn't play defense, uh, you, you're just making a joke of yourself when you say something like that.
1: And anybody who says Kale McCarr doesn't play defense is strictly watching highlights and you don't see Kale McCarr get burned on defense to be in a highlight for the opposing team. So yeah. that makes yeah. sense.
0: Amazing. It's, it's fun to kind of go down uh, Twitter, Twitter troll lane, but for that one, I, and I didn't bother to get involved in any of them because they're just going kind to of go down the road. I didn't want to go. So he's a cover um,
1: athlete for goodness sake. <laughs>
0: All right. That's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, We will be back tomorrow. We'll have two more of these uh, polls that we did. We did some fun ones too with like mascots and um, logos too. Maybe we'll do those ones tomorrow. So we'll see. Um, But that's going to wrap it up for today, everybody. Thank you for tuning in and making this your first listen of the day. That's always appreciated. He is Mr. Shaggy Von Doom, Kyle Sullivan. I am Chris Maselli. This is the Locked On Avalanche podcast, and we'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's go. go.